Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Wow, it's cold here. And the, uh, <laughs> and the, boy, I tell you what, Pete and Jerry and you and I were texting earlier, and a lot has happened in the last hour and a half. Harbaugh is out, O'Connell's in, and the Vikings have a head coach, and it's not who you thought it was going to be when we got up this morning. Uh, wow, you played no against Harbaugh, of course, going back to the college days that followed him closely. But uh, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Maxie. And um, I had no idea that that's how this was going to all play out. As a matter of fact, I was pretty convinced that uh, Jim Harbaugh would be a pretty interesting fit for the Minnesota Vikings. So, I, I, you know, and the fact that he was actually even interested um, – I don't know what happened in that interview, but I think something something happened that yeah. that must have changed his mind. Uh, I, don't I don't know what it you was. Know, I'm not so sure it just was him changing his mind. From what I hear from the people that I talked to, it, w- it was pretty close to mutual that they couldn't get to a place where they wanted to go, and they were less than impressed with him maybe or what they thought he would bring to the table. Uh, I, I don't know if that means that he didn't prepare enough for the interview or if he just wanted too much control of the football operation. I think a lot of us probably speculated that he'd want a lot of control of the football coming in, huh? Yeah, absolutely. But that's who Jim, Jim Harbaugh is. Yeah, and you I, know that, right? I, I think that's the way you've got to approach it. Um, if you're going to go after somebody like Jim, um, you, you, you're going to know who you've got. And, and, and you and I, I think, know enough about Jim Harbaugh and his, obviously his career, which has been stellar. If you go back to his great success when he first started as a coach at San Diego, then Stanford, then the 49ers, and then he goes back to Michigan, uh, we're, we're talking about a guy who's been a winner just about everywhere he's been. He's, he's turned programs around Michigan had been flailing a little bit and he came back in. Now I know he struggled with Ohio state until this year, but um, other than that, he has delivered. So um, I think he's a guy who wants to have control for all the right reasons. I think you, you want to have control so you can be the person who can really change things. And uh, you know, I'm looking at his recruiting class as well, where he's, you know, ranked somewhere, I think in the top 10, I think I I saw maybe number eight. Eight is what I saw. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's not. He's not. Uh, I don't think he'll be disappointed going back to Michigan um, under the circumstances, whether it was his decision or kind of a mutual decision that they just couldn't get along. But um, you know, when you look at his resume and you see that he's got a Super Bowl, he's got three NFC championships. I mean, you know, you, you go through that and you look at a team that's winning nine or ten games every year in the college level at, at, at Michigan. Um, and how about how about the one last thing, Maxie? I, I'm so impressed with Jim about this. Um, when he had a poor year last year and he you know struggled against Ohio State, he took a pay cut. Yeah, the guy big took one. a pay cut from from eight million dollars annually to four million dollars annually, and 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 then all he does is turn into a a Michigan football team that goes all the way to the you know to the playoffs. So it's um, you know I, I I think he would have been a very very good fit for the Vikings, but maybe they didn't want to give up that much control. Kevin O'Connell is a young uh, you know up and coming like a lot of them are. Uh, yep. from the Los Angeles Rams, and we won't know a lot about him until he gets here, until you see what it is that he believes in, et cetera. And uh, certainly last year, last week's NFC Championship, Shanahan against McVay were two young coaches that got their chance and have uh, uh, made the most of it and done quite well in the NFL with it, LaFleur at, uh, uh, at Green Bay as well and, and, and others. Um, the, the one thing that he doesn't have here is a seasoned general manager to go with him with. Uh, Quisi uh, Adapomensa certainly uh, uh, he's not a rookie, but he hadn't been in the league long. What concerns right. you when you hear that? Not not just the head coach, but the combo. Yeah, well, it it means that the Vikings, I guess, are just really truly rolling the dice. The ownership is is obviously spoken, and and then they said, here's what we want to do. We want to go in this direction. Um, for right or wrong, I, I, I still think, Maxie, when we look at the team that we've got, now things can change. I mean, between free agency and drafts and everything else, I mean, obviously there, there could be a lot of changes uh, within the Minnesota Vikings. But with, the, with who we know we have right now, as of right now, um, I guess they're willing to roll the dice and say, you know what, um, despite the fact that they're young and fairly inexperienced, really, um, they want to take a shot. And, you know, it is a lot different than Zimmer and, and you know, the, the, the coaching staff that they had um, and Spielman, obviously, with all the experience that he had for so many years as well. So they really are trading something off. They are going very youthful um, or, or at least experience-wise pretty, pretty interestingly, uh, very, very little, relatively speaking, to uh, – from where they were. Uh, it's a complete flip, and um, it's going to be interesting. But, boy, it's a little scary not to have someone with some se- seasoning in there right now. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Um, you know, I, I, I really don't know that that would be the direction. I could understand um, taking a shot with the general manager and say, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll mix this up a little bit. We're going to go with a guy who's, who's got a lot of different, uh, very positive things that he can bring to the organization. But um, I think at that point, then you really want uh, the right fit for for the team and the leadership through the head coach. And I, I, you know, I I, I don't know this this guy O'Connell well enough, but um, he certainly doesn't seem to have the same kind of resume as some of the other resumes that you and I uh, were probably very well aware of as far as the coaches that they were they were at least considering and talking to and. Um, it's a, it's, I think they really are. This is, this is a gamble. Pete, let me ask you a different note on that though, because you're a businessman extraordinaire as well with, uh, with your work in the, in the marketplace and everything else. Um, I don't want to see you de-incentify ownership in the NFL. Um, but it, it, it certainly, everybody wants to win. 
but but there there's a piece of me that goes I'm not sure what the downside is of losing in the NFL as long as you're in the NFL because I don't want to say they're the victim of their own success, but they're so successful. And as they bring gambling yeah. maybe into the forefront, uh, the, these these franchises are going to just keep on gaining value and gaining value astronomically. And and, mm-hmm. and God bless them for figuring out a way in capitalism to, to, to make this such a successful venue. Um, but, y- you know, there are no losers in the NFL is what I'm saying. If you're into ownership <laughs> or anywhere there, you're a great big winner. And, and, and that's great for them. I, I, I sometimes wonder a little bit if it's good for the fans. Yeah, no, I, I understand exactly where you're going, Maxie. I, I totally agree with you. And it is, uh, you know, it is an amazing sport that has really, for whatever reason, um, and, and for me, it is my favorite. But, yep. you know, for whatever reason, it is a fan favorite. It truly is. And you can see it with the numbers. You can see it with, with all of the different uh, maneuvering around and, and how well these teams have done. And, and you know, they, they bring the lower end up all the time. And, you know, the, I think the interesting thing is going to be what is going to be the actual final numbers for, like, the Den- Denver Broncos? Uh, you know, you, you wonder what some of these numbers oh. really do look like. You, they're for uh, sale. People aren't aware of it. They're through the trust, the Pat Bolin Trust. And, you know, they're talking about uh, multiple billions right now. Oh, yeah. And when you say multiple, I, I would – I don't know what the number will end up being, but I would I would venture a guess that it would be well over the threes, and I think maybe closer to four or five. How so do you put together I, a group I, I just to, think that, to buy that? Yeah, yeah. It, it's you know, although we have a guy like David Tepper, uh, who's in my world in the financial world, who uh, when he went out and grabbed the Carolina Panthers, that was all David Tepper. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. He wrote the check, right? Yeah, there is some. There are some uh, some individuals out there, especially in this world that we live in now, Maxie, where we've got the crypto trade and the Bitcoin and all these different things that that have created a lot of different billionaires out there. Um, you're always looking for something else, and and you want to you want to prove to everybody that you can do something somewhere else. And I think that's a lot of what we're seeing, especially with the NFL. And as long as they continue to have that growth and that the impressive dollars that are coming in from the ads and from the television and everything that's, that's part of the NFL, which is so well run. Um, you know, I, I think these teams are going to continue to have a value that just starts to move to the upside. I don't see, and we, that, that, that it's a dangerous thing to say, but I don't see what's blocking them right now from that. And it's going to be interesting. There are leagues that keep on wanting to pop up like the USFL and the XFL and those, and, and the spring leagues. But, the problem is, Maxie, that you know there, there are only so many elite players that really are at that level, and I think that the, that draws the television, the, the the eyes for TV. And I, I, I am so impressed with what the NFL has been able to do, and they continue to do it. So, so Pete, if, if you know, and I think the other thing is, you know, they've survived uh, about three major things. Number one, the pandemic, uh, yep. the football has survived that. Number two concussions to an extent i mean i I don't know that you're ever over that hump because you know head injuries are head injuries but but certainly they've taken a lot of safety precautions and they've they've at least changed the narrative a little bit number three taking care of their veterans because you know side by side with that is is making sure there's money for the guys that that played the game and at least perception wise it looks like they're making an effort to um which is you know what what matters to the public probably the most uh more so than maybe some of the real dollars sometimes but that being said would this be a uh, even if you couldn't be the majority 
owner, would, would as somebody that studies stocks, would being a part of an NFL team be a great investment right now? I think 100%. And, and, and you know, you and I have talked about this, and, and, all, and all joking aside, that would be the ultimate goal for somebody like myself who's always – you know, wanted to be a part of something like that. And, and yes, I, 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 the way I analyze it and what we see, they have done. And you're so right, Maxie, because they've taken the steps, and they are very important steps. And then the CTE and all of the different things that go along with that whole thing, um, I think the NFL has stepped up. And, they, and they've, they've, they've actually finally, it took them a while, but when they finally admitted, hey, look, you know what, we, we see what you're doing and we need to, we need to help these players. And, and, and then physically too, not just mentally, but the physical side of it as well. There, there's been a lot of things that they, they weren't doing a great job with that, I'd say oh, about 10 years ago or so. Yeah. But in the last 10 years, they have really stepped up. And I think the NFL finally realized they better step up or they're going to find themselves probably collapsing. And I think that was at least the timing of what they did and how they executed along those lines. I think that was a very, very critical time for the NFL. And I think, they, I think they've moved far enough forward that um, I, I think that they're in a safer place for sure than they were at least, a, you know, call it a decade ago. But the other part of it, Pete, you, know, you look at just what the Wolves have done here skillfully since they bought the team for Redwood Combs, uh, but they got the stadium built. Uh, and, and who knows what multiples that adds to the value of your team. Uh, and then mm-hmm. if you go out to Egan right now, I, I mean, you just can't believe it. Every time I drive out there, uh, there's a new something going up. Office building with a Caribou <laughs> coffee and a, and a chiropractic practice right next to the stadium. Uh, the, the Omni Hotel that they built out there with a couple of partners uh, right next to the stadium. Uh, and, and on and on and on. So it's not just the value of the franchise. Uh, if you're right. smart and shrewd, I, I mean, obviously you have to know what you're doing. But there are opportunities so ancillary and so valuable beyond that uh, for, for uh, a skilled owner, right? Oh, absolutely, and you're so right. And then that's what makes, you know, you look at the Dallas Cowboys and you, and you look at what Jerry Jones has accomplished since uh, that buy. And I, I always go back to this, Maxie, but it's funny how, how critical people were when he paid a little over $100 million. For the they couldn't believe it, you could know? they? And it, No, and you look at it now, and when you include oh. the stadium, which you have to include because that's all a part of it as, as far as ownership, and like you said, they and the Vikings took a great page from the Dallas Cowboys. They, they analyzed that. They analyzed the stadium. They analyzed all the stadiums that are, were either in the Nope. Did we just lose Pete, Charlie? Yeah, I think we did. Okay. Um. Yeah, if you can get him back, great. We'll finish that thought. Uh, give him a call again. Let me know if he's on the line. Uh, but, um, yeah, what, what what he was saying was, and quite frankly, Red McCombs made a killing on it. Uh, and Red McCombs paid it $300 million or whatever, and, and everybody said, you're crazy. Wow, how are you ever going to make that back? And you're going to have to get a stadium to make that back. He never got a stadium, but he still made a ton of money on it. And, uh, and Roger Hedrick's group that, that sold to him, made huge money on it. Uh, the 10 partners that, that uh, were involved in it made huge money uh, out there with the, on the Vikings when they sold the Red McCombs. You know, Roger put together his own group, but McCombs ended up winning the bidding war. And it was, uh, it was huge. And then uh, you say, well, it can't get any bigger than that. And, and, and then in come the Wilfs, and, and they buy from McCombs. And you go, wow, man, that, that's pretty risky. They got to try to get a stadium built. Maybe they can do some real estate. And now... 
I, I mean, they're printing money out there. It's it, <laughs> the amount of money that's involved in the NFL right now is just huge. And, and Pete, uh, Pete joins us again. He's back. Uh, uh, to your point, um, you, uh, we've seen everybody we think overpay for franchises, and every one of them comes <laughs> out. You know, Glenn Taylor is going to sell this thing, and you know, they, uh, as long as Alex Rodriguez and, and they come through, um, <laughs> that's going to be huge. And, and, and what he paid for oh. it versus, and so this whole pro sports thing is just you know. Uh, but but give me just give us some context as to how pro sports compares to other stocks that you look at. Well, you know, it, it, it's very similar, to be honest with you, because you're looking at, in, in this case, the ownership, which is, is essentially like your CEO, um, and then you want to look at what's below that and, and, and who sits in those C-suites, and you look at head coaching, and you look at coaching, and you look at the talent that's on the field, but outside of all of that, like you were mentioning, Max, there's a lot more that goes into a franchise then you look at stadiums. Is the stadium newer, or is it, we, do we need to do something? Do, is our practice facility up and, and comparable to everybody else? It, do, do we do everything within um, the cities that we are in to take advantage of everything we can because we are that team, that professional football team? And it is amazing how that can just develop into something that is unbelievable and has an incredible value. And you know, the one thing that, that's been amazing to me over time has been that the television audience has continued to be with the NFL. You really don't see too many lulls. We've seen it a little bit here and there. But overall, we have not seen too many pullbacks as nope. far as watching. But nowadays, if you look and you look at some of the top ratings every single week or month oh. or whatever you want to go through, you'll see NFL, you'll see sports somewhere in that top group and take over almost everything. Everything. The, the that, NFL, you know, the, the Vikings 10, preseason point. games will be higher than just about anything that's offered the rest of the year from anybody. I mean, it's, it's that big, you know? Yeah. And and yeah. Uh, sometime yeah. I'll, I'll do, because uh, this is the game I play, obviously, in, in television uh, ratings as well. Uh, but, but to give it perspective, mm -hmm. you, you just can't believe how many people watch the Vikings on a Sunday uh, versus everything else that we offer for programming, you know, and and it's um, it's astronomical. Well, Pete, we get, we're going to let you get back to the warm weather, but you and I will do it again on Sunday. And amongst our guests will be Looking Bernie Kukar, who refereed um, the first Super Bowl Tom Brady played in, and they had a very controversial call in that game. We'll talk about that, but what it was like to work with Brady. And Mike Rollis, somebody that you know pretty well that's in the ring, I, yeah. I think a, a sport that you appreciate quite a bit, the WWE. Yep, love it. I'm looking forward to it, Maxi. It's going to be great. It's been it's always fun, and I think this one looks as good, if not better, than the ones previous. So I'm excited. Thank you so much, Pete. Appreciate it. Thanks, Maxi. Take care. Yep, Pete Nigerian giving his take on the Minnesota Vikings and uh, the moves that have transpired in the last couple hours. That just, uh, I'll tell you what, you can't make this stuff up, can you? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 